0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Prep Life podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger, And today I am joined with special guest, Coach Brittany Gable. Brittany, welcome back to the show. So glad you're here.
1: I'm so glad I'm here too.
0: Yeah, so we have some um, mini cut stories to share we're both in a mini cut. And so I felt like it was an appropriate time for us to talk about mini cuts. We've never mentioned them on the show in terms of having a whole episode dedicated to mini cuts. So we first wanted to start out with just the basics as to why a competitor might want to do a mini cut. So I'll start out with the first one. Uh, Basically, just they are feeling uncomfortable in their skin and feeling all the fluffy feels. Do you want to go with the next
1: one? Um, and the next one would be they are either coming back from like having an illness, having an injury, or having surgery.
0: Yeah. Um, other reasons could be that they had a very long improvement season, maybe a year, two years, who knows? Um, and they are just in a good place with their relationship with food. They're not food focused, their calories are high their cardio is low and they're just wanting to get um, kind of seasoned up with their body fat so that they're in a good striking distance position for a show later on.
1: And then to make sure they're actually ready to do the mini cut, uh, making sure that they're not being food focused, that they're in a good, uh, relationship with food and just their whole lifestyle, making sure that they're going to be able to, you know, do their cardio, make sure they're tracking their food and, you know, all the things that comes with dieting.
0: Yeah. And some people just want to do a mini cut for, um, like they have a vacation coming up, they have a mini goal. So they do a mini cut and maybe they're spending a long time, like a year or two years on building, And so they just want to get a little bit lean, not really stage lean, but vacation, feeling comfortable in a bikini. So they do a mini cut for that. Or maybe like they have a photo shoot as a mini goal just to kind of like keep things semi like reined in and stuff like that. So um, that kind of summarizes some of the reasons why Um, kind of like the opposite side of that is. You know, there's definitely people that want to do mini cuts that push to do a mini cut, and it's just really not the time. So uh, why don't you start with some reasons why it would not be the right time to do a mini cut? So,
1: well, it would not be the right time to do a mini cut if your calories are already really low, you're already doing really high cardio, um, maybe just not in a good like mental space with, um, getting all those things done as well.
0: Yeah. And you could have just come off a show and maybe you had a rebound and you're kind of freaking out because you've put on weight extremely fast and you want to just go right back into cutting your hormones haven't healed. Um, maybe you lost your cycle and you just are like hey I need another goal so I can just get off this body fat that I put on so quickly um just like Brittany kind of alluded to just not adhering to basics and staying consistent so um a lot of times we'll have um you know people and no judgment because I've been there but um you know they, they have like binge episodes and things, and it's kind of like a guilt cycle. So they, you know, they weren't adhering to their diet. So they want to be like, okay, now I'm going to start a mini cut and go into this restriction phase when, you know, the body needs to heal after a show and physically, um, mentally, and, you know, hormonally is these are all key components that have to be kind of like in a good, sound place. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're going to kind of talk about our stories and, um, kind of also how results can be different. It always depends, right? So it's the unicorn prep. People will start mini cuts for different reasons. People will be, you know, will encourage people to not do a mini cut if it's not appropriate where that does happen quite often in this industry, because we want those shreds year round, but um, it's just not going to be a sustainable way to live the prep life. So uh, Brittany, why don't you start by sharing with everybody kind of your story about the last several months, like with your surgery and everything?
1: Yeah, so um, I came off from doing my last show in September, and I had a Probably my best uh, ever. I uh, still didn't completely stick to it. But I, I stayed at a good weight. Um, and then of course, holidays came around, uh, started not tracking as much and kind of just being free a little bit. Um, and then started getting the itch to work out and like really push myself again, like everybody does whenever they're getting a little bit more fluffy, um, and wanting to dial things back in. And, um, I of course couldn't do the, um, new year's resolution diets and everything like everybody else did because I was having surgery. Um, I had to get my implants redone cause I had a rupture And so um, I had six weeks of absolutely no activity at all. Um, And my hunger was kind of all over the place. And then I also couldn't really do a whole lot with my hands. And so I couldn't really cook for myself. I door dashed a lot and I would only do it like once a day because I really wasn't hungry. So when I came back to Amy, once I was ready to get back into the gym, and I'm like, well, my calories are pretty low because I'm only eating like once a day. I don't, I'm not hungry. I'm not thinking about anything. So I finally wasn't food focused. Um, that's something that I struggle with a lot. Uh, and so I was like, let's just, while I'm getting back into the gym, um, my strength really isn't there. I obviously haven't been working out for so long. And so let's like try to do a mini cut. I have a vacation in June coming up with my family. So I wanted to feel comfortable in that. And uh, yeah, so we're doing a mini cut and I'm slowly incorporating um, the basics back in. So that way I can make sure I'm mastering those as I'm doing it um, and really setting myself up to have a good starting point for my prep this year. And then I'm just really setting myself up to Um, have an even better reverse and, and really actually live the prep lifestyle. And that doesn't mean being extreme 365 days a year, but that means like making sure that I'm always having my goals in mind and following through with that. And I'm even having two sushi refeeds (laughs) a week um, right now because my, we are trying to bring up my calories, but because my hunger is not really there um, and I'm not thinking about food a lot. Like we're using that as giving my body some extra calories as we're trying. So we're kind of like re at the same time as a mini cut.
0: Yeah. And definitely you've been, as your training has been ramping up and you've been, you know, we started out with what, like three days, um, very low step goal, you know, really not much cardio at all. Um, and, basically your body is always an anomaly. Every time I prep you, I'm, I, (laughs) even from our first prep together, you, you came to me at very low calories and it just was like every week we kept adding food and, um, it's incredible. So how, if you can do that in a slow, sustainable way. So for you, your mini cut is a little bit different. Um, some people like myself, um, so I was post show. I had had my period on show day, but then it kind of like disappeared for several months. Um, and so I kind of did a recovery diet just to get my hormones back. I mean, at one point I was on a hundred grams of fats, which is like a lot, um, (laughs) and about 2,600 calories with like a free meal. So just trying to get, you know, back to getting my hormones in a good place. And then, um, trying to pull away from just like the food focus of my mentality. And I feel like right now, um, within the last month or so, I've just been not food focused at all. I mean, I have to remind myself to like eat meals, which I know is always a good sign. Cause I'm always hungry. Um, <laughs> I'm like a fat kid inside. Um, but anyway, I, you know, I, at least, you know, even if i'm not hungry i always try to like hit my protein goal and um so we've reduced my calories and we've also just kept enough calories to support my training regimen so it's not an extreme deficit um but it's you know it's going to help me regain some insulin sensitivity um that i've kind of i kind of lost like throughout like post show and um kind of during that recovery diet so it's definitely been a good switch for me. Um, I just want to be in a good spot composition wise so that I can still grow, but I also kind of keep my body fat down. Um, like you, as I know, being your coach, like our plans are later, later in the year. So, you know, after like Thanksgiving, like December timeframe. So for both of us, it's important that we're We're growing right now. Um, we're also keeping our composition in a good spot. And then um, so we're in a better position uh to prep. And it just makes that whole lean out process so much more uh comfortable when things stay kind of in check. So yeah. So um any thoughts to add after I had mentioned that? Like, do you have any client um stories without mentioning names, obviously, but just kind of what um, strategies as a coach that you've used for mini cuts um, with your clients?
1: Yeah. um, I have a few clients actually getting ready to, um, they're going to be competing in November as well. And uh, we're doing um, some are in a mini cut right now. Some are going to start a mini cut in May Um, and we're kind of just more so kind of taking a little bit of the fluff off um, while still progressing in the gym and kind of more so recalping, but we call it a mini cut. I think it helps with mental, um, too, is just knowing that, like, Right, so there's just something about when we flip that switch, when we're cutting, um, that we're more adherent. We you know want to do the cardio. We want to eat lower food. We want to be hungry because we know that it's going to result in losing weight or getting our body the way we want. And so um, I always like make sure that my clients are sticking to things first though, before like, they'll come to me and they'll want to say, oh man, like I did too much after show. Like, can we please like cut? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I know you don't want that, but like, let's get your period back. Let's, um, you know, get your brain functioning better, you know, all that stuff. And then it takes a few weeks for them. You know, they fight me a little bit on it, but then after they do that, they're like, okay. And then I always tell them, like, we always have the option to do the mini cut, but let's like do this a little bit longer and then push a little bit longer. Okay. It's time for a mini cut. And then they're like, really excited. And they didn't realize that we were working for getting those basics down, um, you know, making sure that they are being consistent with their macros and their training and their cardio, the little cardio that they would have. Before we go into it, because when we go into that, you know, the body adapts so easily to what we do that it just we have to make sure that everything is consistent, because when we make those changes. Um, it could, you know, make or break our results, depending on if we were consistent and truthful with what we were doing before, um, because that's really all it is, is um, changing that adaptation. So that way our body, you know, makes changes. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So some of the things that we look for as coaches, depending on where the person's at, and of course it always depends. So if somebody just had like a very, Um, like crazy rebound they've, or they've, you know, kind of just not been tracking and, um, you know, have eaten all the foods then yes, of course, a mini cut in that situation is going to result in weight loss. Um, again, in a sustainable way so that they're not losing muscle, um, nothing drastic, slow and steady wins the race, you know, pound on average a week. Um, but in the recomp situation, I think even more so that's important is the inches that are lost. And, um, if you look at the volume of a pound of fat, it's very large compared to a pound of muscle. So we do have our athletes take inches and if the scale is not moving, then fat and muscle are trading out for one another if the inches are going down. So when we see drastic movements in the inches, we know that they are in fact recomping. Um, other tools that they can use in the improvement season and during times like this, where we want to make sure their composition is optimal, are things like an in-body scan, a DEXA, um, a fit 3D scan, like we have here at the Glam Girl headquarters, but just kind of looking at those percentages and that way people aren't getting discouraged, especially if they're not a person that needs to lose a lot of weight, but they do need to put on a lot of muscle. Um, then, you know, it's, you know, sometimes you can be like skinny fat or, um, you'll be able to see that that's kind of moving in the right direction, if that makes sense. So anything to add on results for those things
1: it's more so you know we're not going to be stage lean. we're not trying to be stage lean when we're doing a mini cut but we're kind of like trying to you know sculpt out just a little bit to see hey are have we built enough um you know where are we at with you know goals for shows but then also like where are we at with goals with our just body goals in life and stuff like that too so It always depends, (laughs) but yeah, they're a really good way to like help with our confidence as well. Um, especially with girls that need to be putting on a lot of muscle, it it gets boring sometimes just always having to have that same goal. So sometimes switching it up to have a little mini cut, see what we've built a little bit, and then going back and saying, going back to the drawing board and say, Okay, well, this is what we did last time we were trying to grow. We did the mini cut, um, you know, we've grew, grown in these areas, but then, okay, how can we make the next growing phase better too? So it also kind of builds upon the program, <laughs> I guess, that they follow the entire time is like each time we're learning more about that person's body and, and ourselves too and, and like how... Like, I think that's why I'm doing so well right now is because I've gone through this multiple times and I'm learning or I learned a lot about myself last year and now I'm taking the things that I didn't do so well or that I still want to improve on and I'm implementing that now. and, And that's the whole, like, I think should be what we want to focus on when we do mini cuts is how we can improve that. The dieting phase because it can get really 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 difficult and challenging and that's when people give up and so mini cuts are a way to kind of learn um how we're going to act when we are in that long dieting phase to get to show lean because we don't want to do it fast because then we lose muscle lose skin mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to talk about what my cardio programming looks like for a client during um, this phase, what I like to go to, and it depends on the person, but for the most part, I'll use like very um, short time periods of hit cardio because they are fed enough and they have enough body fat for padding on their joints um, and enough fuel that they're not in an extreme deficit. So they're going to be able to support that. Um, it's going to be fed. And so steady state, you know, that would be more reserved for like that low impact. And, um, kind of when you are in a big deficit, you're going to use the steady state, steady state more so in a dieting phase. Um, whereas the hit cardio, you'll get the benefits of the cardiovascular. Um, you'll get the fat burning principles, but you'll also be able to sustain your muscle a little bit better. Um, and it's a little bit shorter burst and it kind of gives you a little segue into, you know, you're not doing hours and hours, like you're doing like 10 minutes, a couple of days a week, or like 15 minutes, like post-workout. So it's not a huge stretch, but it is something different than, you know, maybe just having a step goal in the improvement season. And then supplement wise, I like to, and it depends on the athlete, but if they've been really overdoing it with like all of the foods, um, sometimes I'll do an insulin reset. So, um, dietarily, like we'll go for like a month or two on an insulin reset diet where we go high fat, low carb. Um, and then we use like, um, glucose disposal agents, like GDAs from first form, And we won't utilize those around the workout. So like pre and post-workout, obviously that's going to be creating insulin sensitivity as well, but, um, the other meals that maybe not are around the workout, um, just to bring back that insulin sensitivity. And I find, you know, especially if we, you know, do any blood work and we see like their fasting blood glucose is getting borderline high in the pre-diabetic stage or their A1C, which is the average of their past three months of their blood sugars is, you know, for a competitor, if it's closer to like 5.6, like that's obviously pre-diabetic, but anything kind of close to that um, over that 5.4, I in my mind, it's kind of like a, a sign. Um, so just some things that I wanted to add additionally that maybe look like a different animal in a mini cut. Um, in my opinion. Do you have any other items that or tools that you feel like make it look different than a stage lean out?
1: Yeah, uh, I don't, I think we've covered just about everything. Um, Yeah, the difference is, it's just shorter as well. Like it's not as long as a, as a prep phase. A prep phase can be anywhere from four to six months. um, And a mini cat would only be Two to six weeks, maybe, um, just depending on like what their goals are, how much body fat they do actually want to lose, and like where their calories and things are at as well. Um, mm-hmm. Like it always is, it depends.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I know for you when we did the math and we looked at you know your lake trip and everything, um, you know we're right on target like with your weight loss because you're nine nine weeks out, I guess, from that trip. And you have about nine pounds to lose um, to get to that within striking distance weight where you feel comfortable. So I think, too, just working with a coach and reverse engineering a goal um, so that it doesn't derail your progress for growth uh, for the long term goal, which is, you know, getting on stage, but it kind of helps you and aids you in the process of just, you know, staying within a realistic uh measures so that you can really do things as, in a sustainable way um and just like think of it as like keeping your body kind of like in check in a way or like um yeah so that's all I've got on the topic as well um anything any other thoughts before we hop off
1: yeah i was just saying it was kind of, it's kind of like a reset to reset like your mind your body and everything with your goals i think sometimes Um, especially when you're in like long improvement season sometimes you just need a a difference even though like it's you know that your goal is even farther away like I'm doing a mini cut now and then after the lake trip like I'm going to be doing a little bit of a building phase before we even start into a prep so um, I think it's it's beneficial for people to do it that way as well I think it just We'll see. I think, I don't think I've done like a mini cut and then building and then prep. I've always just gone into a prep, um, after that. So we'll see. Um, I think it's going to be really exciting to see the differences and then like also seeing the differences in prep because it's going to make me start at a really good starting point, um, better starting point than I will have ever started at, um, Yeah. So I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. Your mentality has shifted so
0: much just in the short time that I've known you. And I feel like that shows huge maturity just in terms of just looking at the long game and looking at all the parts, it kind of puts it into different seasons per se. You know, I I'm hearing you say like, basically you are having three different seasons this year, but it's all for that ultimate goal of the pro card, um, which I know you'll get, so I'm really excited for um, everything that you have coming up, and um, I appreciate you coming on. And your dog is so freaking cute. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you can see her Chihuahua. Emma. Emma, oh, so sweet. So if you would like to find us, you can go to um, Glamberl- glamgirlbikini.com and you can hit the Get Started button and apply for our coaching. Or you can find us on Instagram at Preplife Podcast or at Glam Girl Bikini. We just love it when listeners kind of share what their thoughts are. Um, you know, be sure to tag us on your stories and pass it along. The mission of this podcast is just to help that one listener. So if we can help you and you enjoyed the episodes or, you know, you've gotten value from this, please be sure to leave a rating or review. It just helps other people that are interested in the same topics to find us. So with that, this is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini. Thanks for listening, guys.